a continued happy holidays to all of the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast listeners out there. We are back, baby, for Tuesday's episode. It's a big one, jam-packed, full of waiver wire ads, a bit of injury news, and a very, very juicy Tuesday betting board. 12 games to sink our teeth into. We're going to get some money. We're getting back at it. Thank you for joining us. Your Locked On Fantasy Hockey, your daily podcast on fantasy hockey. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, everybody? And welcome back to your source for fantasy hockey and degenerate gambling news. It is the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Tuesday edition. We are back in the booth, people. Always joined by my esteemed co-host, Mr. Steel Roden. It is your boy, Big Flip Livingstone. Thank you for making us your first listen every single day. We wouldn't be here without y'all. 700 subscribers on YouTube. Just getting warmed up. Let's get right to it today, Steel. I'm fired up because aside from this really juicy Tuesday betting board, the NHL doesn't get a lot of things right usually. Tonight's schedule, they're getting it right, kicking this <laughs> second half, quote-unquote, of the season off. Bunch of really juicy matchups. We're going to get to the big-time bets. Waiver wire, it's a short week. So we're doing Tuesday because the games are back, but there's some good names out there to target. And we have to also start with some very serious injury news out of the Washington Capitals camp. John Carlson takes a puck in the dome. Scary stuff. He's out. Steel, let's talk hockey, brother. I'm happy to be back with you. Merry Christmas. Let's get right to it. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, everyone, and to you, Flip, and your family. But, yeah, um, very scary incident for John Carlson. Mm. Um, you know, slap shot from the point. I think it deflected off a stick. I actually, in the moment of it, I, I looked away from my television before mm. it happened, and when I looked back, I saw him running scary. down the tunnel with a towel on his face. But yep. watch the replay, and it's a scary incident. Uh, for the Washington Capitals losing their top defenseman, you know, obviously struggling a little bit on the offensive side this season, but nonetheless, mm. a huge key piece to their success so far this yep. season, uh, right along there with Alex Ovechkin um, really leading the way for this team. But yeah, John Carlson, for anyone who's out there and owns him, like it says, out indefinitely as of right now, who knows what the future holds for the rest of the remainder of the season for Carlson. Mm. But you're going to be needing to fill a hole on the blue line for sure on your fantasy team. I hope you have a couple of blue line options, Steele. I think you have at least one up your sleeve. <laughs> We're going to get there in a second. But you mentioned that is a bit of a down year for John Carlson, but that's only because it's his standards. He has high standards. He, and you know, to quote my good friend, our friend of the show, Josh Wegman's article today on yeah. John Carlson, he is an indispensable piece of that blue line and logs the most minutes on the team, aside from his 21 points in 30 games, which after the season Carlson had last year, if you're a fantasy owner of him, you're a little disappointed. You and I have talked at length about how difficult it is to replace these blue liners that bring that value that he yeah. does. So it's going to be tricky. It's not going to be pretty. He took a slap shot off the face from the blue line. I, I agree. I believe it was tipped. This is scary stuff. He's out indefinitely. So you're going to have to get creative here. But I wanted to just hit you with this because you and I have talked about the Capitals. We talked about them sliding back a bit. You never want to see a guy get hurt, but you can't help but feel this is really going to hinder their success overall. Yeah, it definitely is. And I think a lot more pressure goes on the two goaltenders, Darcy Kemper and Charlie Lindgren. 
they've both been playing phenomenally so far this year, have great mm. stats, more Lindgren since Kemper was out with, uh, with that lower body injury, but mm. a lot of the pressure and lifting is going to be going on those, on that tandem in the crease. Obviously Ovechkin is going to do what he can offensively with the talent that he has around him, but a couple of those other blue liners are going to be having to step up as well, which, you know, I'll get to a couple of yeah. them uh, during waiver wire. Well, I'm intrigued to hear what you have to say. We're going to take a look at some of these targets, people. We also, you know, we're going to get to big time bets. I'm fired up for today's big time bet session. Very quickly, Steele. We're going to keep today short and sweet. Everyone's on a little holiday hangover, so we're just going to feed you what you need very quickly. I have a couple of players here, Steele, and I'm looking at this from a couple of different angles. Daniel Sprung on the fourth line for the Seattle Kraken is on a <laughs> heater right now. Is this a player that I'm saying go out there and drop someone for? No, but if you have an injury fill-in, you need to be taking a look at Daniel Sprung because also that bottom six in Seattle, I don't watch a ton of Kraken games, but when I do, I'm impressed with what I see with that bottom six. They're effective on the ice and they're starting to chip in offensively. Daniel Sprung this season, nine goal, 10 goals, nine assists steal, 53 shots. My concern, and you know I've said this before, it's the lack of opportunity, only averaging around 11, 12 minutes a night. That's why I'm only saying this is a good injury fill-in over the next week or two. Have a look at Daniel Sprung if you need to fill a plug. I love you starting with the Seattle Kraken because that's exactly where I'm starting with. Boom. Two players from uh, the Kraken, oh, okay. Matty, Matty Beneers and Adam Larson. Uh, Beneers, he is owned at 80, 80% on ESPN, but he's oh, only yeah. owned at 43% on Yahoo. So that's crazy. these are both crazy that he's at 43 percent but both Beneers and Larson I believe whether they are available in your league or someone owns them I think mm. you can target them for a trade or pick them up off the waiver wire I like waiver wire but nonetheless Beneers 25 points leading the rookies he looks so poised and comfortable when he has the puck on his stick uh, he doesn't panic whatsoever a very underrated release this guy's shot is so sleek uh, I, I'm very impressed mm. with this game right mm -hmm. now 63 shots, 38 hits, 23 blocks. Just does a lot for the Seattle Kraken as the top centerman. Yes. And Adam Larson owned at 72%, but 72% uh, mm. on ESPN. Wow. But only 35% on Yahoo. So definitely a Weird. defenseman you could target. It's really those peripheral stats you're looking for with Adam Larson because he's only mm. got 12 points on the season. Obviously, not uh, doesn't that doesn't add up to a lot uh, during the season. But 50 shots, 66 blocks and 85 hits on the season, and the Seattle Kraken nice. have three games this upcoming week. Love Calgary that. Flames, Edmonton Oilers, and the New York Islanders. And for me, all things considered, I think this is a very favorable, favorable matchup for the Seattle Kraken. I'm glad that you mentioned the number of games because that is a caveat that you have to consider this week. For sure, it's a shortened week. Have a look at that schedule. That will obviously impact the players you're looking at. I got three more players, Steel. I got another keeper dynasty goalie. I mentioned before, I'm going to talk about him again. We have big time bets coming up at the end of the show. This is the time for being safe on the roads during the holiday season. So make sure you are safe out there. Today's episode is brought to you by the NHTSA. When you're hanging out with some friends, putting back a few drinks like Steele and I like to do at the holiday season, a few can become too many. As the evening comes to an end and people start to head out, you think about calling for a ride. Now nah, you live nearby. You can make it home. Okay, no big deal. What are the odds you'll get pulled over anyway? And even so, what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up. You lose your license. You lose your job. 
How about you total your car or kill somebody? Everyone knows the risks of driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while they're under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. If you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, please think again. Play it safe. We want you to be safe out there. Plan ahead and get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Please drive sober or get pulled over. Thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. For your second listen, check out check out Locked On Sports Day podcast. The biggest stories of the day, instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, everybody. And Flip, you're right. Shortened week this week. But there are still a few teams out there that have four games before the new year. The San Jose Sharks, Chicago Blackhawks, Buffalo Sabres, Hmm. and Ottawa Senators all have Hmm. four games this upcoming week. But I actually don't have any of the players on my waiver (laughs) wire target. Just wanted to throw that out there just in case uh, you you want to look at those teams for some ads as well. Doing your own research. But nonetheless, throw it over to you, Flip. Appreciate uh, who's that. the next player that you're looking at for the waiver wire. Appreciate that. It's a player actually steal that I know injuries have played a part this year, a little bit of a disappointment. We don't know what's going on overall with the Florida Panthers. It's Anton Lundell. And I think there's yeah. an opportunity here for this player to really start to eat some uh, like big time minutes in the top six in Florida. He's an important player for this Florida Panthers team Four goals. 10 assists through 26 games this season. Like I said, the injuries have played a factor. This is a player that is going to get the run out in Florida right now. Only 21 years old. A good look for also for your keeper dynasty uh, leagues out there because he is so young. We've seen that he can get it done. 44 points last year in 65 games. I think he's going to continue to get some opportunity steal in that top six. And Barkov is now out, out again. There's going to be minutes to be picked up. And Anton Lindell is going to be one of those players that's looked to first. I love those opportunities, regardless of what you think has gone on so far. If these players, and I'm going to mention it again with my next, get the op just by default, you have to be considering these players because they're going to get that look. I don't know what you think about the Lindell take steal, but I think he's on the come up. Well, it's very interesting what the Florida Panthers are going to have to do, especially with Anthony Duclair coming off the IR eventually. They're going to have to create some wiggle room on the cap, and Duclair's contract is going to play a part in that. But I think you're right. Uh, The injuries for Lundell have definitely played a part in his production so far this season, but he's still producing when he is healthy. And like we talked about him a lot last year. One of those young guys that just really looks good. Uh, playing on the third line, gets bumped up a few times as well, taking the most out of those opportunities. So I like Anton Lundell, but we got to wait to see what happens when he gets back from this injury concern right now for his game. I want to mention someone from last week who I talked about when we were doing our Metropolitan Division Rewind Mm -hmm. episode. Uh, Morgan Frost owned at 4% right now, rostered at 4%, 14 points on the season, playing great on that top line with JVR and Owen Tippett. And honestly, it seemed it seemed that his season really took off after those comments from John Tortorella calling him a toilet seat uh, to the press media. So, oh, we're going to talk about had, torts again, are we? Here we go. <laughs> oh, just real quick, your you know, favorite made some, made some uh, you know, I maybe some offside comments towards a young player on his team, and then next thing you know, 
Morgan Frost starts going mm. off. He's got 14 mm. points. He's on a four-game point streak. Uh, but I do want to say the Philadelphia Flyers only do have two games this upcoming mm, week. Tough. But I really do want to mention this other guy from the Metropolitan Division. Please. Jordan Stahl, owned at 6 to 13% rostered right now. 10 goals, 17 points on the season. He mm. is also on a four-game point streak. Seven points in that time span as well. And that third line with Fast and Martinuk really got going the last week, the last two weeks as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've talked a little bit about those Carolina Hurricanes. Obviously, Seth Jarvis and Coach Ekov for you. Thank but you. all the other guys, Svechnikov, Aho, um, <laughs> Nate Cash as well. The entire team is just rolling right now. Um, and now that they've finally got their third line going as well, not much not much to say about the fourth line with Kotkaniemi in the middle, but that third line seems to be going a little bit more. And I like Jordan Stahl. He's owned, again, 16 to 13%. And they play the Chicago Blackhawks, the Florida Panthers, and the New Jersey Devils this upcoming week. Love that. I love the angle when we're digging into the trenches, looking at some veterans. Jordan, you know, shout out to one of the more consistent, you know, this guy, Jordan Stahl, when I think about this player, it feels like he's been in the NHL for like 25 seasons and been effective for almost. Also just seems like the prototypical leader on and off the ice here too much i love these players that move in silence and let their play do the talking good ad i like that steal let's get to big time bets in a few minutes i have two more players very quickly steal dylan dubé getting some good looks with some good players in that top six also getting to play alongside Nas a little bit dylan dubé is going to smash his career point total, I think his was 30 points, his career high, 32 points. He's already got 20, eight goals, 12 assists, again with the minutes mark. He's now up to over 15, really liking that. Also, I read a little article on the ease of schedule coming up over the next couple of weeks and into the second half. The Calgary Flames have gone through the ringer, but they have one of the easiest schedules over the next few months to wrap this, wrap the season, finish the season. You've got to take a look at some of those articles. People dig into the trenches and do your research. Dylan Dubé, 24% on Yahoo. Worth a look right now if you need a little shot in the arm for offense. I'm liking what's going on in Calgary, turning it around. Going to talk a little bit more about them for big-time bets because we got a battle of Alberta tonight, baby, and it's going to be a juicy one. It is going to be a juicy one. I do have two players as well on the blue line, and hey, this really does affect the, jo- the John Carlson, John Carlson. injury. Yep. Thank Washington you. Capitals defenseman Eric Gustafson and Nick Jensen. Yep. Those yep. are two guys that I really think people should keep an eye on. You love Jensen. This upcoming week. I do like Jensen a lot. You know, I think he's one of those fill-in defensemen when, yep. obviously, right now, one of your Perfect. defensemen goes down and you need some. You just need someone to fill in a spot. Nick Jensen is one of those guys. Going to get Gustafson more minutes. one of those guys. Gustafson right now rostered between five and 26% on both Yahoo and ESPN. Jensen mm. is 10 to 14%. So both guys are more than available in, in any fantasy league you're looking at Gustafson. He's got 17 points on the season. He's on a four game point streak, seven points in that time as well. Three of those points was a hat trick against the Toronto Maple Leafs. So I don't think that's going to happen again, but nonetheless, 59 shots, 27 hits, 36 blocks. Again, just one of those guys that you can fill into your roster when a player goes down to an injury for an extended Mm. period of time as well. Nick Jensen, 14 points on the season, plus nine, 44 shots, 47 hits, 71 blocks. The Washington Capitals have a very, very nice schedule this upcoming Mm. week. The New York Rangers, the Ottawa Senators, and the Montreal Canadiens. So 
pretty good heading into the new year. Yeah, aside from those Rangers, again, thank you. You're doing this very nicely for me. I'm going to talk about them coming up around the break as well. Very quickly, Lucas Dostal has a huge opportunity in front of him here with the Anaheim Ducks. And I'm going to take a look at this from the Keeper Dynasty angle first and foremost because, look, the Ducks give up a lot of shots and goals. The blue line is not pretty. Some good young pieces coming together. Jamie Drysdale getting hurt obviously hurts that blue line. Dostal is going to be the number one goalie in Anaheim. There is no one in his way, and this is a good young goaltender who can stop pucks. Look into his numbers in the AHL, solid for the San Diego Gulls. He played very well in Europe as well. Steele, trust me on this one. Sometimes you and I go back and forth on players, and I appreciate you coming back with the Seth Jarvises of the world when I do get things right sometimes. <laughs> Lucas Dostal, trust me, this is a number one goalie in the making, and if you don't like what I'm saying, have a look at the depth chart in Anaheim. I know, I'm not saying, because in some leagues, you have a lot of options for goaltenders. If you need a waiver, uh, a waiver wire ad right now, number one, great. Fantasy Keeper Dynasty, you're going to thank me later. This is a number one goaltender coming up. Lucas Dostal, he is out there and available. Thank me later and pick him up definitely in the Keeper Dynasty realm, if not for a short-term fill-in in other formats. That, that is surprising. Not surprising about Lucas Dostal. I do believe you on that fact, but I would be really surprised to see what happens with the Anaheim Ducks uh, come March time, you know, the, mm. towards the end of the trade deadline. Maybe they tr finally trade John Gibson and get a ton of return to help their future yeah. and give that position to Lucas Dostal. I just don't know how much the they get for John Gibson. I really do think he's going to lose that number one. And he might be a great backup for Dostal, though. But the Ducks are going to be sellers at that deadline. So that's a good point oh, right there. They're definitely going to be sellers. And John Gibson just seems to be one of those mm. one of those names every single yeah. year for the last three to four years. Veteran. And, oh, veteran goalie. He, you know, he wants out of Anaheim. He wants a fresh start. Next thing mm. you know, who wouldn't? he's charged. Yeah, so who knows what's happening with the Anaheim Ducks and John Gibson. But nonetheless, I would be... I would be pretty surprised to see if he does stay with the Ducks before the, at the end of the trade deadline. Yeah, me too. Let's get over to big time bets, though, yes. where the money is made. Yes. Thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Don't forget, we are free and available on all podcast platforms, including YouTube. So hammer the subscribe, hammer the follow button. Appreciate all the love and support out there. Thank you so much. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. The new year is right around the corner. Mm. And so are these big-time bets. Let's yes. take them off right now. Flip, what's Please. your first pick of the night? Look, Steele, I got excited looking at this board. Maybe it's because <laughs> it's been a couple of days since I've sprinkled. I've been betting on bowl games in the States, getting ugly here <laughs> with the NFL slate. I need to get back to business. <laughs> and I'm taking a look at a few games here. And I'll start with a game that I alluded to off the top in this Battle of Alberta. Edmonton Oilers roll into the flames. First of all, if I were going to be picking an outcome, I'd be leaning Oilers for the recent trend. I think they've got five and five and one in their last six against Calgary. So I would lean that way if I was betting on the outcome. I'm betting on the total here, Steele. You know me. That's one of the only things that's been a steady thing for me. These two teams get together. It goes over the number. We know what's going on with these two teams. And Calgary, who's supposed to hang their hat on defense, has been struggling <laughs> letting in a lot of goals. You know, I like to say hang my hat on things, Steel. They're not hanging their hat on defense this year. And this just feels like an over. The last six games the Oilers have played have gone over. The total has also gone over in six straight games for Edmonton on the road. 
and four of the last five meetings between these two, well over the number. First pick of the night steal minus 121. Pretty decent money. Give me the over. This screams 4353. It's going to be a good one. I'm definitely going to be putting some money on that as well. Look, I was at that first game, uh, that, that game of the Battle of Alberta. True. There was five goals in the first five minutes. It was there absolutely incredible uh, to see what, to see the Battle of Alberta in real life. So awesome game. I completely agree with you on that one. The Battle of Alberta, there's going to be a ton of goals. Again, I, I'm going back on my word here a little bit Uh-oh. where I said I would never take the under Uh-oh. five and a half in a game. Oh, but no. This one is just too good to pass up Hit on me. the New York Islanders and the Pittsburgh Penguins under five and a half at plus 112 yeah. right now. Great yeah. odds and a great game to go under five and a half. Mm. Seven of the last eight games for the Penguins have gone under the number. Tristan Jarrett. But on the other set, on the other hand, six of the last eight games for the Islanders have been over the number. But we are talking about two of the top 10 teams in the NHL for goals against this season. So one of the best, two of the best defensive minded teams. I like the Penguins, how that trend has been going under the number. We know the Islanders can be in some low scoring games as well. So I like the five and a, under five and a half at plus plus one twelve for my first pick. One of the things I forgot to mention right off the top of this segment is whenever you hit a portion in the schedule that has any kind of break, whether it's Olympic all-star Christmas or otherwise, Right now is a tough spot to bet. The first games back are always a little dodgy, but what I can't help but feel is maybe you get those two goalies, man, headed into the break. Sororkin and Jari, I know the numbers for the win column aren't there with Sororkin that you maybe like, but they're close. Jari has arguably been the best goaltender in the league over the last little while, so why not ride that? I like it. Five and a half is spicy. But why don't I take a look at one of the highest scoring teams in the league tied for second in goal steal 126. The Buffalo Sabres need some respect on their name, seriously, straight up and down. And now they have some good young goaltenders in that pipeline. If they can get one of them to hold on whether Pekka Lukonen or whoever they want to put in there, the Sabres are going to be a force to be reckoned with because now they have a bona fide number one demon in Rasmus Dahlin. Tage Thompson is doing special things. This team, I swear, is one or two, and I know it's the Buffalo Sabres, and they'll find a way to mess this up, I'm sure. <laughs> one or two pieces away steal from, I'm saying, a really good playoff caliber team. Yes. Six in one in their last seven away games. Good teams get it done on the road. Seriously, pay attention to these Buffalo Sabres on the opposite side of things. Columbus Blue Jackets are a mess. I'm going to continue to bet. If I lose even two out of ten against the Columbus Blue Jackets betting, I'm happy. They are going to get hammered against all second half of this season. Give me the Sabres on the money line. Minus 160 is a lot for a road team. Give me the Sabres on the money line, though. I think they're going to hammer these Columbus Blue Jackets tonight. Well, what was the last game between the Blue Jackets? It was like 9-3 or 9-2. I could tell you in about four four seconds here. But, yeah, absolutely incredible incredible game. 9-4 for the Sabres. 9-4 for the Sabres. A ton of offense. I think Tage Thompson had five goals or six points. Was that the one he had the five points in the first period? Yeah, five points in the first period. It was just crazy to see what Tage Thompson is able to do. But I would take the money line and the over for that game as well. My second Mm. pick of the night – I'm taking the Maple Leafs on the money line, Whoa. minus 165 against these St. Louis Blues. Mm. I don't care about these Blues at all. Um, 
<laughs> I, Jordan Bennington has just pissed me off so uh, go much. Go off. Tell me season. about it. I've told you about it all season. I don't want to burst your eardrum again. But look, the Maple Leafs are rolling right now. Mm. Great wins the last two wins heading into the break. Absolutely dominated the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, kept them to under 20 shots. Did the exact same thing against the Philadelphia Flyers. Kept them to under 20 shots. Mm. Two great wins heading into the you know weekend break over Christmas. Jumping on the road for the first game back uh, after the Christmas break against the St. Louis Blues, which in my opinion, they have some great talent, but they're not a good team right now. They're mm. so inconsistent. It, it's unbelievable. So I'll stick with the, the hotter team. Maple Leafs on the money line. Honestly, Steele, I don't hate what you're saying. This would just be one of the games that I personally stay away from. And a very quick little fun story. One of the first big pro line tickets I ever won. I bet the St. Louis Blues to beat the Toronto Maple Leafs because of <laughs> their record against the Toronto Maple Leafs over the last number of seasons. And I just looked it up just for fun to see if they continued that trend. The Blues have points in nine out of 10 games against the Leafs. It's just when you said it, it was like one of those teams that I feel the Leafs always lose to. That means nothing. The, everything you're saying is an actual fact about how they've been playing hockey. This is just one of the, the Leafs always lose to the Blues. So I, I would just say, no, no. And it's like, it's just me and a gut feeling. So what you're saying actually backs it up. But anyway, that pro line ticket won $1,100. Thank you very much. <laughs> Come back for big time bets next episode. Lock of the night steal. The Washington Capitals, I've continued to knock. I've continued to say they're going to regress. I've continued to say I'm not buying in. Ovechkin keeps going off. They're getting goaltending out of guys from the parking lot. Sorry, Charlie Lindgren. You're not a good goaltender. Hate me if you want. The Capitals are 2-6 and six in their last eight games at MSG. They don't play well on the road against the Rangers, and I think the Rangers have shed what they were going to do in the first half. And you're going to just see this team get better and better and better. Yeah. My lock of the night. The Rangers have looked very good. The Capitals have too. And I've been wrong about that, but I'm going to start to see it go right for us. Steel. John Carlson is now out. That is a huge, huge yeah. blow to this team. Emotionally on the ice, off the ice, whatever Rangers take this one tonight. And on the money line at home, minus 148. too much respect being paid to the hot caps. And I will take that as my lock of the night. Shesterkin, big game upcoming. I would, yeah, I would probably be leaning towards the Rangers as <laughs> well. On. You know, the Washington Capitals have looked good. Uh, John Carlson, losing John Carlson is just too much for them. That's huge. Um, it's huge. huge. It's it's too big. The, yeah. the Capitals could still win the game, obviously. Anything can happen. But yeah. it's just a big piece to miss out coming back from break. And it's, mm-hmm. it's going to really diminish their chances. Heading the way the it happened, too. Right. It wasn't just, just like a playoff, like to see yeah. a player take it in the face. Like even Ovechkin and the players after that game, you could see it on their faces. It really affected them. Yeah. Like you said, anything could happen. That one really feels like the money spot tonight, Steel. I think so too. My lock of the night, I'm going with the Nashville Predators on the money Ooh. line at plus 113 plus, against yeah. these Dallas plus Stars. Um, look, this honestly, this is one of my favorite matchups to watch. I love the rivalry okay. between the Dallas Stars yeah. and Nashville Predators. The money line, the odds are great. UC Charles has been playing better. I was on those off- those offensive stars for the Predators because I think they need to do more. Nonetheless, I don't like the I don't like the way the Dallas Stars have played the last four games. Mm. Uh, they lost five four in overtime to the Carolina Hurricanes. They barely beat the Columbus Blue Jackets two one. Mm. Uh, lost six three to the Edmonton Oilers, and then they were down two nothing to the Montreal Canadiens. Came back yeah. in one four two. I just don't like the way they've played recently. You and I have talked about them 
starting off strong and then kind of slowing down for the remainder of the season. I think that's mm. what's going to happen. I know it's only Christmas break, but nonetheless, uh, they're coming back from a short stint break anyway. So I'll mm-hmm. take the Predators on the money line plus one thirteen for my lock of the night. Those Love are the it. big. Those are the big time bets. I think I might parlay a few of these as well. A couple Let's of a couple it. of the overs, a couple of the unders. I like your bets as well. Uh, really do like the Rangers on the money line and Thank you. you know your other bets as well. Good odds. Thank too. you so great odds for all the ones. Thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the mm-hmm. day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts, just like this podcast right here, Monday through Friday, 7 o'clock in the morning Eastern, Eastern time. You don't want to miss out on all the hot content. Again, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year, 2023, right around the corner flip. Mm. And thank you so much again for tuning in for today's episode with Flip and I. Have a great day. Good luck with all your bets out there. And we shall see you back here again tomorrow. Peace.